Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. On this fresh episode, I revisit three major temptations that are coming against the sons of God. Listen carefully, share with others. Thanks so much for being a part of Tent Talk Podcast. Three major temptations coming at the sons of God with very, very consistent battering ram uh, force. So even though that sounds like it comes really strong, let me say that it also comes uh, very subtly. And those three major temptations, number one, trusting in the goodness of man, number two, uh, standing alone, number three, shrinking back. So let me see if I can just share a little bit on each. Number one, that instead of us abiding in the life of Jesus Christ, which was always plan A, If you look back at the garden, there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and there was the tree of life. Tree of life is Jesus Christ himself. There he was right there in the garden. Always, always was going to be Christ in us, the hope of glory. But man chose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and good is on the same tree as evil. My friends, good is not the goal. And the trusting in and the exalting uh, of the goodness of man, uh, from my opinion, and I believe of the scripture, uh, is the greatest enemy to the very life of Christ himself inside of his people. And so we have become enamored with our goodness, our cleverness. Uh, God says, though, that our self-righteousness is as filthy rags. So what we consider to be the good, the preferred, the goal of our goodness, God considers to be filth. Anything independent of Christ is of no value to God whatsoever. Now you are of value. The word says that even when we were God's enemy, that Christ died for us, but it was to bring us back into life with them. It was always God's plan that his very nature would come into the spirit of man. He would come alive at a completely different depth and dimension and would become one who shares in the very life and nature of Christ that we might be sons, right? This is what is very clear in the scripture. I talk about it all the time. So I think you could just go back to many episodes and be able to hear more depth on that. But right now, the goodness of man, oh, our eloquence, our cleverness, our education, our physical heritage, the families that we were born into, our childhood was pristine. We have literally come under the seducing power of our own goodness, and we think somehow that makes us Uh, superior to others, Um, and unfortunately, this has uh, come to a 
a very intense degree within the house of God. And God is about to have to cleanse his house from goodness. And the life of Christ, my friends, is about to be uh, brought into prominence. Uh, And this is something that we must be able to see and to recognize. Um, The good of man is the avowed enemy of the life of Christ. And it has always been such. Because anything done independent, anything that is independent of Christ, again, is of no value uh, of God to God. Uh, but it, it is unfortunately of high value to us. So much so that I would say the majority of Christians have continued to seek, uh, you know, to have uh, a goodness, uh, a prestige, a status an elitism that comes from the efforts of mankind um, so that if we had a difficult or bad childhood, we honestly think if only I'd had a better childhood, I would be better. Uh, rather than saying whether I've had the best of childhoods or the worst, uh, the plan was always that I would be translated out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light and that the life that God has always had in reserve for me in Christ is still mine. So the need for Jesus, my friends, is the same for every single person. It's not like, oh, let's help those who had a difficult childhood. They really, you know, they really, really need Jesus. Well, no, everyone needs Jesus for the same exact reason, which is that we were born with a nature Uh, that thinks it makes a better God than God. And uh, good and evil is within it. So that you can go from evil to good and negative to positive. You don't need Jesus for that. But if you want to go from being dead to God, separated from God, to being joined to God, abiding in him and one with him, uh, Jesus and Jesus only, my friends, is the way to the Father. So this is a massive and major uh, temptation that comes to uh, the sons of God is to trust in your own goodness. And we must be delivered from that by the power of the cross and by the inward workings of true discipleship. The second temptation uh, is that we would stand alone. I'm good seed, I'm alive, but I'm alone. And me and mine, we are doing well And therefore, there will never be the going into the ground that Jesus himself speaks of in John 12. uh, And uh, we will not be willing to go into the ground and into the dark dirt (laughs) of the soil of real true preparation for the purposes of real production where the harvest will be abundant. And so the temptation is just stand alone. Don't be so radical. Don't be so, you know... Um, you know, ever pressing on, just relax and, you know, you and yours are blessed and, you know, on and on it goes. But we are those, my friends, who are called to be producers. Uh, Now, you don't set your measure upon you. You don't have to compare or contrast yourself to anyone else. It just depends upon the measure that the Father has put within you. And uh, will that actually come forth? 
will you mature by his love and then out of that love that he has for you there will come an amazing love that you have for him it will be reciprocal and you'll say father whatever you've put within me let's get to it and you would be willing to go into the ground and die so that there can be production right you put a seed into the ground it's good seed but it goes down in one form and it comes up a totally uh, new form and a new measure and so i want to encourage you don't succumb to the temptation to stand alone but be willing to go into the ground let him do that he's the one that does all of that we simply yield ourselves to him for that so that is the second temptation the third temptation of shrinking back is spoken of in hebrews 10 uh, right towards the end of that chapter uh, that talks about uh, where we shrink back rather than stepping forward in a fearless confidence so we shrink back from the requirements we shrink back in fear and panic we shrink back and the word says God cannot take pleasure in us. Now, it doesn't say he doesn't love us. My friends, even while we were yet sinners, that we were the avowed enemies of God, by nature, God loved us and came for us. It's not his love that's at question. I think I could say it's our love for him that's at question. Is when we are constantly thinking of self, securing self, protecting self, promoting self, you see the pattern. There's only going to be trusting in goodness, standing alone, and shrinking back. Uh, And this is in the lives of believers, in the lives of those who say uh, they are new creations. And this is where the cross has to be deeply and operatively working within us. The, the, The work of the cross towards everything of the old creation And then the way of the cross is released in resurrection that is a daily power uh, that we are living in. The duality. I just spoke of this in our previous episode. The duality of the cross, my friends. I don't even want to limit it with words. But there is the work of the cross and there is the way of the cross. It is a present and eternal power that is working within us. As we learn what it means to allow the Holy Spirit to not only birth us, but to mature us and to raise us. It's by the outpouring of Holy Spirit, according to Galatians 4, 4 through 7, in the Amplified Classic that says that Holy Spirit has been poured out upon the finished work of Jesus. Mm, The finished work of Jesus to pour out and confer upon us sonship that we might cry out, Abba, Father. Come on now, sons. Let's not succumb to these temptations. If you have, which I certainly had, this is one of the reasons why I had to learn it, right? But never again, my friends. Not because I, you know, self-harness myself and protect myself and stay on constant, you know, alarm, No, because I'm leaned into Holy Spirit and I am allowing him to become the guard of my life. And he tends to me and he awakens me, alerts me. He keeps me sober as I stay drunk in the Holy Spirit. Right? Come on now. I want you to be forewarned and forearmed. 
and I want you to be able to finish your course and that you would be able to uh, have your best days truly ahead of you because you are abiding in him, not trusting in your own goodness or the goodness of others. Come on, quit ascribing to humanity. Uh, You know, this is another thing that God had to deal with me so deeply about. Nancy, stop ascribing nobility to your depravity. Oh, wow. Father, what words, what words God puts within us to awaken us and to bring truth to us at these levels. So I don't want to see you falling to these temptations. And when he warned me and told me they were coming in mass, meaning with great force at a great magnitude, I mean, pummeling us. And my friends, the church, unfortunately, is falling prey to trusting in our own goodness, being overly impressed with ourselves. Oh, God, come to us and deliver us. We are standing alone and we're just interested in our ministry and and uh, what it means for us. And, and we definitely have seen in years gone by where we have fallen prey to fear, gripping, panicked fear and depression and shrinking back from responsibility and requirements. You know, and any talk of that is, you know, seen as legalism or, you know, my friends, come on. We are sons of the living God. Have you read in the New Testament how the sons live? Come on, I I expect that I am speaking to those who are called uh, to step forward in this hour in fearless confidence. He will cultivate that in you if you let him because you have fearless confidence only as you share in the confidence and courage of Jesus Christ. You can't come up with that on your own. You were never meant to. You're abiding and sharing in it that which Jesus has given to you. So I want you to be encouraged today uh, in being made aware, forewarned of these things so that you can lean stronger into Holy Spirit and let him show you. Stay with him and let him expose these things to you where they're trying to operate within you and, and around you. And let him cause you to be so very, very sharp and sober and alert uh, in this time. Okay? So, that is all that I have on that for today. Trust me, I could share so much more, but I believe that is enough. Also, I want to remind you we're in our end-of-year giving campaign here at Nancy McCready Ministries. And as I shared previously, I recently heard this this statement, and it gripped me and helped me to communicate uh, here in our our end of your giving time, is that the front lines, my friends, are only as strong uh, as the supply lines. If supply lines get shut down or broken off or disconnected, the front lines uh, become decimated, and they have a very difficult time functioning and staying strong. So I just want to simply share that truth with you. And, and of course, this came when I heard something. This was true of, of the military. And when you've got your front lines out working and, and uh, expanding and advancing down the fields, uh, if their supply lines get cut off, 
then the front lines uh, begin to uh, diminish. And we don't want that to happen uh, here at NMM because we then become a part of the supply lines to those who are on the front lines in different nations. So I hope that this um, visual that comes in this set of words will encourage you to be a generous contributor here uh, to Nancy McCready Ministries. And uh, we would be honored to be a recipient of your end of year giving when you're looking for nonprofit organizations to give to uh, here at the end of the year. So thank you so much for that. Look for our giving link or go to nancymccready.com and you'll be able to give there and tag it uh, on the button when you hit the and click uh, the button that says end of your giving campaign so that we'll know that it's tagged for that. So we are so very grateful that we're all here together on Tent Talk Podcast and we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccready.com or follow her on social media at nbmccready.com.